Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends, Jason Dedeker, teach me a born and raised atheist all about the Bible. And we're back. We're back. Yeah, we, Jason and I both caught America's favorite virus. Oh, and yikes. boy, it was it was a grand old time. Yep. Yeah. Grand old time. There was definitely no way that I was going to be able to bring myself to reading the Bible, even though I'm sure the Bible would have healed me. But instead, I... Mm. Would it have? I don't know. Maybe. Just, well, I just... Wait, is that a thing? That's like a Christian scientist thing. I did thing. request... I requested of our listeners some healing prayers and some divine intervention. Mm. And I do think it worked. Yeah, so that's there good. There were some spinning crosses in the form of what, like various meme type things. That was fun. Well, there were spinning crosses in the Facebook you, group, you mean? Spinning Did crosses? you see the spinning? Yes. Did you not see the spinning cross? <laughs> okay, good. It was beautiful. No, but I, if I had seen it earlier, I probably would have been healed much faster. Yes, it was beautiful. Good. People in the chat are yeah, saying... Yeah, I had to make some heave offerings. Wave offerings, heave offerings, all those. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was good. a good time. I'm still a little <laughs> bit mucusy. Today, I'm going to try to not mm -hmm. cough too much right into people's ear holes. You got it worse than Jace. I got it way worse than Jace. Sadly. Yeah. 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 Yahweh had it out for me. Mm -hmm. It's like <laughs> you are not fulfilling your chastity promises, Dedeker. Oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> you did sign more contracts than I did, which you have there violated. You so. I signed more contracts. There you go. And I am a woman. Yeah. So it just makes sense why right, right. the hammer would fall just a little bit harder on me. At least yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Boy. Well, we're back in time for yet another fun new man, boy, person, prophet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, now, a fun new man, boy, person, prophet of yeah. Habakkuk. Hab Habakkuk. 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 Is that it? Yeah. I Habakkuk. was taught in a very American way. I was taught Habakkuk. What? Yes. Really? I know. And that still shocks me. Habakkuk? Ugh. Yes, Habakkuk. That's horrifying. <laughs> I, so Habakkuk is how I've always heard it. Or Habakkuk, maybe. I have no idea what I don't know. I love Habakkuk. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to change that. But maybe I'll say Habakkuk. We'll see. Well, okay, so I'm going to skip ahead a little bit to where we talk about trivia about this because it's so relevant. Okay. And I was looking up a little bit about Habakkuk and the book and kind of what that's all about. And the wild thing is that, well, first of all, his name is not, like doesn't have a clear meaning in Hebrew. Hmm. And so there's two possibilities. One is it might come from the Hebrew word to embrace. But the other is that it might be a reference to a plant in the area that is the Habakkuk. Like, literally, oh. that's, that's what it's called. <gasps> wow. Really? So, wow. so, Emily, you might have actually tapped into some higher power. Wait, Haba, who, that is the Habakkuk? Yeah, it's, it's the, See, the, I know. the plant called the Habakkuk. I know. I was being kind of funny. I mean, slash, that was the best that I could do on that day. <laughs> but, Although the know. alternative of 
it means oh, an embrace. <laughs> then it's kind of like a he's like a hug hugbakuk. Hugbakuk is fun. I do like yeah. that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So this this plant, the habakuku, with a h at the beginning, yes. uh, is is an Akkadian word. So possibly that's where his name comes from, but we really don't know because it's not a Hebrew name. So, or at least wow. not one that we see anywhere else in the Bible or in ancient writings. Wow. Do we know anything else about Habakkuku? Uh, sure, yeah, I can tell you some things. He is in the canonical Bible, so not counting the Deuterocanon. Okay. Uh, this, the only place he's mentioned is in his own book. And the only information we have about him is in his own book. Mm-hmm. But... There is a deuterocanonical story that's part of um, the book of Daniel, I believe. And that features… Is that in the New Testament or in this Testament? It's in this Testament. <laughs> we'll, okay. we'll get there. Okay. Um, but so for those of you who know, Daniel ends up in a lion's den uh, and, you know, God saves him. But Spoilers! I know. In this story, though, <laughs> from, from what I understand, from what I understand, the story goes that basically Yahweh's like, hey, you should bring food to this guy, Daniel, in the lion's den. And no joke, teleports him into the lion's den where he gives food to Daniel and then gets teleported away. Who's this? Is this Habakkuk who gets teleported? <laughs> I do not remember that story. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's in the Deuterocanon. This is not in the Bible. This is like in the, the you know, extra... Who's the teleport boy? But it's, but it's Habakkuk who gets teleported yeah. in? Habakkuk gets teleported into the lion's den where Daniel is to give him some food and then gets teleported back out. Wow. I feel like that that would make the lion more likely to want to eat you because then you just have like food there. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, I see. It's like if a bear were there, the bear would Mm. definitely eat you because bears like to get into stuff. That's exciting. They do love that. That's that's true. Yes. Wow. But yeah, it, it, I mean, it's obviously it doesn't use the word teleport, but then Yahweh sends him back to the place he had been before. So it's as if he just sort of warped in and then warped back out. Which that's is amazing. Blink of an eye. I love it. Amazing. Yeah, that's really cool. Blink of a kook. Wow. Yeah, there's also some theories that... Fool of a kook. Yes. The, the woman who Elisha prophesied to that she would have a child, and she did, that maybe he is that child. That's a possibility. But we really don't know a ton about him. We don't, because he doesn't give any biographical information about who his father was or anything like that. But we do know that he lived in mid to late 7th century BC, shortly before the Babylonians sieged and captured Jerusalem. So like similar timeline to where a lot of the other minor prophets have been at this point. If we're in the Um, 7th century BC, that means we're getting real close to Jesus? Like, uh, Relatively speaking... (laughs) Like a few hundred years, or yes, yeah, yeah. six hundred something years. Yes, years. okay, cool. <laughs> We're getting there. It's fun. We're getting there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what we know. Okay, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing, though. This is very important for us. Is that Habakkuk, the book of Habakkuk, throughout history, has been widely praised for its literary quality. We'll be the judge of that. I know, right? <laughs> that's what I was going to say. <laughs> So, and specifically, it supposedly takes the form of something called a chiasmus, chiasmus, which comes from the word for the letter X. And the idea is that you repeat by reversing the grammatical structures in successive phrases or clauses, but you don't repeat the words. So it's like subject A and concept B, and then you'll get again concept B and then subject A. 
So I have no idea if we'll be able to identify this, but just something to kind of... A-B-A-B. A-B-B-A. It's like a song. Yeah, A-B-B-A. Hey, it sounds like some beat poetry it's stuff. ABBA. It's ABBA. ABBA. A-B-B-A. Got it. It's ABBA. Wow. Okay. okay. The Dancing, dancing Queen. Queen. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> well, speaking of Dancing uh, Queen, so before we recorded, Jace, you had put forth Catherine O'Hara as a possible casting choice here. Mm-hmm. Can you explain that? So I also learned that of the three chapters, so we're going to do the whole book today, the, the first two are a conversation between Habakkuk and Yahweh. And apparently Habakkuk has some kind of qualms with some of Yahweh's decisions, maybe pushes back on some things, oh, maybe boy. complains a little. And I just... Like Moira and should scream. I don't know. I saw her on our list of people to cast and I thought it could be a fun one. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, let's bring her in. Love it. We'll see. We'll see. What What are you two drinking? Jace, I see a very blue drink. Yeah. Some Curacao is coming up here. Yeah, I'm making a very, very blue, what are those things called? Margaritas. With, of course, Terramana tequila to keep the rock happy. I still have to find some. I'm on Mezcal May, so. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Dedeker, what are you doing? You're having like a hot toddy or something? Oh, yes, because I, I have not had a drink in two weeks. I literally sat there in the kitchen making it, and I filled the jigger full of, you know, like an ounce and a half, a typical shot of some uh-huh. monkey shoulder. And stood there and stared at it. And I was like, you can do it. I'm recovering from America's favorite virus. And I haven't had a drink in two weeks. So I ended up just having half a shot. Wow. I'm going to ease back in. <laughs> Trust me, it'll be more than you enough. A three, three quarters of an ounce. Okay. <laughs> That's nice. What do you got, Emily? Tell us about Mezcal. Yeah, this is a Mezcal Negroni. Um, so Negronis are pretty boozy. It's just booze. It's Campari... A traditionally gin and then sweet vermouth, but I hmm. took out the gin and put in the mezcal and it creates this like really nice smoky drink. So it's very well balanced and it's excellent. This is a drink that you would get in Rome or in, you know, somewhere in Italy. It's a very Italian. Wow. It's nice. lovely. Mm-hmm. I love it. Beautiful. I have some Campari. I should I should make one of those. Oh, yeah, totally. If you have sweet vermouth also. Yeah, I'll go get you, some. I mean, gin is the tradish, but yeah, it's great. And I love gin. Perfect. There you go. Per- you've sold me. Good. I'm ready. Yeah, it's a very easy drink to make. Hmm. Sweet. Should we, should we do this? Are you ready? Yeah, we should. Yes. Yeah. Yes, all right. So today we are reading the, the incredibly, literally beautiful book of Habakkuk. The whole ding-dang thing, chapters one through three. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, Habakkuk chapter one. Very nice music choice, Jess. So classy. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going for classy literary. It's because you all are uh, going to the opera next week. Ah, yeah. There you go. Uh, Habakkuk chapter one. The oracle which Habakkuk the prophet saw. Yahweh, how long will I cry and you will not hear? I cry out to you, violence, and you will not save. Why do you show me iniquity and look at perversity? For destruction and violence are before me. There is strife and contention rises up. Therefore, the law is paralyzed and justice never goes forth. 
but the wicked surround the righteous. Therefore, justice goes forth perverted. I could see Catherine O'Hara from Schitt's Creek doing a little monologue about how bad things are here. Yeah. So this is, you said before the Babylonians come, so things are starting to hit the fan. Should just hitting the fan slightly, at least a little. Yeah, and what we've gathered from the other prophets is that this is also a time when there's a lot of corruption. Mm, you know, priests yeah. taking advantage of people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, judges not taking bribes and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Not, not taking care of the fatherless and, you know, all the usual, the usual complaints. Yeah. Look among the nations, watch and wonder marvelously, for I... Am working a work in your days. I think that maybe this is Yahweh responding now. Okay. I oh, think that okay. first part was Catherine O'Hara. And now, and now this, this is Yahweh is the responding. Rock. Okay. Okay. I think. Look among the nations, watch and wonder marvelously, for I am working a work in your days, which you will not believe, though it is told to you. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> That's some bold words. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the kind of thing he would say. For behold, I raise up the Chaldeans, that bitter and hasty nation that marched through the breadth of the earth to possess dwelling places that are not theirs. (laughs) They are feared and dreaded. Their judgment and their dignity proceed from themselves. Their horses are swifter than leopards. Whoa. And are more fierce than the evening wolves. Well, hold on. Okay. So very predatory horses. So, but mm-hmm. that implies to me they're good at very fast bursts, mm, yeah. and then not so great at the distance thing that horses are famously known for. I mean, maybe they're like Kentucky Derby horses. Oh yeah, they just like pounce on you. They're race horses, uh, just sprint sprinting horses. Okay, yeah. that's yeah. cool. But they're fierce. Like these wolves will also bite you and rip your legs off, and like you know, bite your. You throat. mean these horses? Sorry, these these horses. These horse wolves who are like evening wolves. Yes, got it. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Their horsemen press proudly on. Yes, their horsemen come from afar. They fly as an eagle that hurries to devour. These are some upgraded horses. (laughs) Yeah. This is like horse 2.0 here. Yeah. No, these are the horsemen. These are now the the horsemen on the horses. They are the ones who fly like eagles. The horsemen are like eagles. I see, because the horses are like pouncing in and biting you. Meanwhile, the horsemen are not riding them, but they're flying in like eagles. How? What? Why do they need the horses if they're flying? Well, the horses are there to bite you. That's what I'm saying. Got it. Okay. And so then, do the horsemen like fly onto the backs of the horses? Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. So then it kind of becomes a pegasus. Oh, that's a fun. Centaur mixture. That's fun. I, they're sort of almost like, um, you know, Power Rangers, where they sort of combine into the oh, Megazord. Yeah, like a Megazord. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I would really like to see that. It's like a big winged person on the back of a horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Sounds fun. like the kind of stuff that would be in the Bible. Oh, definitely. Right. For sure. <laughs> They'd be covered in eyeballs. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Not enough for eyeballs days. yet. We'll see, though. All of them come for violence. Yeah. Their hordes face the desert he gathers prisoners like sand. Yes, he scoffs at kings, and princes are a derision to him. He laughs at every stronghold, for he builds up an earthen ramp and takes it. 
could just like jumps over it. Like a freeway on ramp? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, and I was thinking like Evil Knievel makes a ramp and jumps his motorcycle oh, over it. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, that's good. Okay. So some sick stunts on these Megazord <laughs> yeah. horses. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then he sweeps by like the wind and goes on. He is indeed guilty whose strength is his God. End quote. So now I think this is Catherine O'Hara's response. Aren't you from everlasting, Yahweh my God, my Holy One? We will not die. Yahweh, you have appointed him for judgment. You, Rock, have established him Ooh. to punish. The Ooh. Rock. She name drops him. Uses, <laughs> uses his name there. Wow. You have purer eyes than to see evil. And who cannot look on perversity? Why do you tolerate those who deal treacherously and keep silent when the wicked swallows up the man who is more righteous than he and make men like the fish of the sea, like the creeping things that have no ruler over them? So this is the part I did read about where basically Habakkuk is saying, so you're going to use the Chaldeans to do this? Doesn't that suck because they suck and you're using them to punish your people? Like, I don't like this. Wow. Hmm. Well, some fighting words. Seriously. Right? I'm surprised. That's some, like actual critique of Yahweh. Yeah. So you can critique, it seems like you can critique Yahweh to his face, but you can't, you know, spill seed or whatever. Like there are certain <laughs> things that are off limits, but you can definitely kind of call him out on his bullshit, which is interesting to me. Or at least certain people can, like the prophets. What do you think? Yeah, you can do some pushback, but if you've been given a direct order and you don't do that, that's when you really get in trouble. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's the key. Is that you can you can argue and push back, but you still got to do what he says. Okay. Right? If you just go against what he says like like Jonah, that's really bad. Then you get eaten by a big fish. Or like David daring to hold the census. <sighs> No, Remember that? Yeah. Remember when Yahweh was so upset that David did a census? He's yes, right. but he still loves David. <laughs> David just got a slap yeah. on the wrist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, he. Uh, this is still uh, Habakkuk responding. He takes up all of them with the hook. He catches them in his net and gathers them in his dragnet. <laughs> great, great TV show. Cool. <laughs> Therefore, he rejoices and is glad. Therefore. He sacrifices to his net and burns incense to his dragnet because by them his life is luxurious and his food is good. Will he therefore continually empty his net and kill the nations without mercy? Is he talking about God? Yeah, we went from like this weird horse megazord metaphor to these fishing metaphors and my head spinning a little bit. Was God talking about the horses? Yeah. Well, of course. He's like, yeah, look at so, how cool Because remember, I am. so at the beginning, Habakkuk... <laughs> So, so Catherine O'Hara as Habakkuk is like, look, all this bad perversity is going on around here. There's no justice. What are you doing about it? Look at these like, horses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got this super cool plan. Just wait. Just hear me out. Megazord horses. <laughs> he kind of explains it. I love how he's like diverting attention away from like the thing at hand. But Habakkuk isn't having any of it. He's like, no, 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 no. You, right. you know what you're doing. I appreciate that. Right. And so then Habakkuk is upset because it's the Chaldeans. And she's like, so you're just going to let them win more stuff? Like, that doesn't make sense because then they're going to think they're so great because they won all this, which is the whole worshiping their nets and whatever because it seems to be getting them rich. 
Yeah. So she's going with a fish metaphor and Yahweh is going with the Megazord horse metaphor, I guess. The two genders. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's the end of chapter one. Oh wow. Oh wow. Amazing. <laughs> yep. Oh wow. Oh wow. We didn't do any Eugene there. It was written so well we didn't need it, you know. I know. Yeah, so literary. I mean uh-huh. but I do wonder if Eugene has anything fun to say. So just gonna like put that out there as I read my next chapter. Well, I was just going to say the, the most fun thing about Eugene is that he has several headings inside this chapter. So the first one where Habakkuk's complaining is the heading is justice is a joke. Ooh. And then Yahweh's response is titled, God says, look. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then the third part is called, why is God silent now? Mm. Why indeed? So now, so now, uh, Emily, you're going to carry on with the chapter heading, full of self but soul empty. Okay, here we go. I will stand at my watch and set myself on the ramparts, and will look out to see what he will say to me, and what I will answer concerning my complaints. So I guess that was Habakkuk. Yahweh Mm. answered me, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for the appointed time, and it hurries toward the end and won't prove false. Though it takes time, wait for it, because it will surely come. I won't delay. Behold, his soul is puffed up. It is not upright in him, but the righteous will live by his faith. Yes, moreover, Wine is treacherous. Okay, hold on. Now he's just <laughs> yeah, <wait. laughs> he's just ranting and raving. Yeah, what? What is happening? Oh, okay, hold on. So Yahweh is like, hey, write this shit down. Yeah. It's gonna come true. Trust me. Also, wine sucks. Yeah. Garbage <laughs> grapes. Gar- yeah, They're all garbage. Everyone. Is it, is it wine sucks, period? Or is it maybe like your wine sucks? Oh. You really need to get that in order. Please, the Chaldean wine is way better. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. I just got to say, like, Snoop Dogg's red, like, mm. is not it's good. Not good. I don't not like good. Snoop. No. Not Snoop. good. It's really 19 bad. Crimes is a good label. The Snoop Dogg wine, not good. So, no. Sorry, Snoop. Sorry, Snoop. Sorry. That might have been the garbage grapes that Yahweh was talking about. That's it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's that one. A haughty man who doesn't stay at home, who enlarges his desire as Sheol... And he is like death and can't be satisfied, but gathers to himself all nations and heaps to himself all peoples. Won't all these take up a parable against him and and a taunting proverb against him and say, woe to him who increases that which is not his and who enriches himself by extortion? How long Mm. won't your... Yes? I'm just trying to make sure. Is this still Yahweh speaking, do we think? I think so. Yeah, I I think think it is still. He's just kind of talking. Won't your debtors rise up suddenly and wake up those who make you tremble and you will be their victim? Because you have plundered many nations. Well, that doesn't sound like, I don't know what he's talking about. Or is he just like saying that you, the prophets have? (laughs) I don't know what he's saying. No, no. Remember, he's telling Habakkuk to write this down so that everyone else sees it. Oh, got it. Okay. So. Got it. So. The funny thing is I can't tell here if he's talking about the Israelites or if he's talking about the Chaldeans, but honestly, it kind of applies either way because both have conquered and plundered lots of other people in getting their land and everything. So he's saying kind of now, 
they're going to come back and get you. Mm, okay. Well, there you go. Because you have plundered many nations, all the remnant of the peoples will plunder you because of men's blood and for right, the- I see. What? In Soviet Russia, <laughs> villagers plunder you. Yeah, people plunder you. Exactly. Okay. Because of men's blood and for the violence done to land, to the city and to all who dwell in it, woe to him who gets an evil gain for his house, that he may set his nest on high, that he may be delivered from the hand of evil. You have devised shame to your house by cutting off many peoples. You have sinned against your soul. For the stone will cry out of the wall, and the beam out of the woodwork will answer it. That would okay. be scary. Whoa, this so, is, okay, the stones in your yeah. house are going to yell at the beams in your house. Yeah. And you're going to be terrified. just like, shut up. Yeah, yeah, Eugene says, the bricks of your house will speak up and accuse you. The woodwork will step forward with evidence. Boy, oh boy, with evidence. Well, then, <laughs> yeah. does the woodwork have shoes? That's all I'm saying. I don't mm. know. Doubtful. Uh, probably clogs. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Woe to him who builds a town with blood and establishes a city by iniquity. Behold, isn't it of Yahweh of hosts that the peoples labor for the fire and the nations weary themselves for vanity? For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of Yahweh as the waters cover the sea. Woe to him who gives his neighbor drink, pouring your inflaming wine until they are drunk so that you may gaze at their naked bodies. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, God. Sounds like a party. It sounds like a really good time, but yeah. Okay, hold on. We got to check Eugene because you know he gets excited about that. He really does. Really excited about any kind of sexual reference. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he says, who do you think you are? Inviting your neighbors to your drunken parties. Sex orgies. Giving them too much to drink. Roping them into your sexual orgies. Mm-hmm, you called it, mm-hmm, Emily. Mm-hmm. One million percent. Oh, I see. So it's a little bit of predatory, yeah. predatory nature here of getting someone right. drunk and I mean, that's what he looped thinks. up. At least that's what Yahweh. That's how Yahweh perceives it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and it's like no, everyone is consenting adults and they enjoy it. But whatever. <laughs> you are filled with shame and not glory. You will also drink and be exposed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The cup of Yahweh's right hand will come around to you and disgrace will cover your glory. For the violence done to Lebanon will overwhelm you and the destruction of the animals, which made them afraid because of the men's blood and for the violence done to the land, to every city and to those who dwell in them. That was a lot of nonsense. I don't know. Yeah, Eugene kind of sums this up nicely. He says, you'll wake up holding your throbbing head hungover. Um, okay, that, there it is. Okay, that makes more sense. So hung from Lebanon violence, hung over from animal massacres, hung over from murder and mayhem, from multiple violations of places and people. Cool. Cool, so cool. Well, sucks for all y'all. What value, oh, this is a new quote, so maybe this is Habakkuk. What value does the engraved image have that its maker has engraved it? The molten image, even the teacher of lies, that he who fashions its form trusts in it and makes mute idols. Woe to him who says to the wood, awake, or to the mute stone, arise. Shall this teach? Behold, it is overlaid with gold and silver, and there is no breath in all the midst of it, but Yahweh is in his holy temple. Let all the earth be silent before him. I think this is still Yahweh talking, because okay. this is his favorite thing, right? It's the whole... 
you make your idols and you think they're alive, but they're totally not. But I am. I'm alive. Mm-hmm. Just check me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, should we take a break? Oh, and that was it. That huh? was it. Oh, oh wow. okay. Wow. Jeez. How are, how are we liking Catherine O'Hara's Habakuku so far? I think it fits. Yeah, I think she's a good choice. Yeah. I think it's a good opportunity both to really capitalize on what she already brings to the table as well as letting her stretch, you know, her, her acting muscles and mm. kind of play a oh, different yeah. role than she'd yeah. normally get. Good stretch for her, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Okay, amazing. We're going to take a quick break before we go on to the third chapter of Habakkuk slash the Catherine O'Hara story. Wait, Habakkuk colon the Catherine O'Hara story semicolon aromas of Habakkuk. <laughs> it's, a, it's an aromatic flower, the aromatic plant that is the Habakkuk plant. Oh, so we'll, that's fun. Oh, that's yeah. fun. how lovely. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. This will be played on on you know BBC or something like that. Some sort of mm, uh, the flowers of Habakkuk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, but before we go on, we're going to take a quick break to talk about how you can support this show if it is something that you love. The best way that you can do that right now is to just tell your friends about it, get them all listening to the show, and bring them to the live shows if you're able to. If you go to drunkbiblestudy.com/live. Or if you go to twitch.tv slash drunk Bible study, you can find all about our live show schedule. Stay up to date on that. Check them out. Join in the chat. We'd love to have you there. Also, if you love this show and get value out of it and you're able to, we would love your support on Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash drunk Bible study and become a parishioner there, as a thank you, we have things like early releases personal toasts on the show, and of course, Emily's drink recipes and our undying affection. All right, folks, and we're back and we're going to bring it home with Habakkuk. So hope we've had a good time. Enjoy the last of the Habakkuk. Just a rant Uh between two people. (laughs) So I I I do want to give you a quick little bit of trivia here. And that is that Habakkuk is one of the books that is in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Oh, so it's been like cool and verified and stuff. Uh, specifically, it's remarkable in how similar the canonical, you know, Hebrew text of Habakkuk is to what was found in the Dead Sea Scrolls. There's like little word order things that are different, but it's incredibly similar. But wow, chapter three, not in there. So there's theories oh. that it was added later, oh. but potentially still written by the same guy. We don't know. Fascinating. Wow. Okay, so the first two chapters have the blue check mark, but this third one, unverified. Not not verified on Twitter, yeah. All right. Wow, fascinating. That's cool, though. Chapter three. A prayer of Habakkuk, the prophet, set to victorious music. Oh, gosh. All right. Okay. Okay, so let's imagine some victorious music. Dun, da, da, da. <laughs> well, okay, in my head, it's like the music that plays in Lord of the Rings and the Two Towers when Gandalf is like at the top of the hill and like going down the hill on his white horse and about to kick some ass. Like, that's the music. Very victorious music. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I'll, here, while you're reading, I'll, I'll see if I can find something for us here. Good. Okay. Yahweh, I have heard of your fame. I stand in awe of your deeds, Yahweh. Renew your work in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years, make it known. In wrath, you remember mercy. This is, I'm sorry, just like this is very different than what preceded this. So whatever. 
Yeah. It's like, and all of a sudden we're David doing a psalm. Yeah, no, <laughs> this is basically a psalm. Yeah, I did read that too. That basically chapter three is kind of Habakkuk being like, I could write psalms too. Yeah. Yeah. Samantha Wallace in the chat is saying, this is perfect for Catherine O'Hara because I am imagining like in Schitt's Creek when she's doing her crow monologue. Yes. When she's in the nest. Like, yeah. Okay. Very much cool. this whole feeling. Cool, cool, okay. cool. Amazing. God came from Timon, the Holy One from Mount Paran. Selah. His glory covered the heavens and his praise filled the earth. His splendor is like the sunrise. Rays shine from his hand where his power is hidden. Oof, that's cool. Yeah, I love it. Plague went before him and pestilence followed his feet. He stood and shook the earth. He looked and made the nations tremble. The ancient mountains were crumbled. The age-old hills collapsed. His ways are eternal. I saw the tents of Kushan in affliction. The dwellings of the land of Midian trembled. Was Yahweh displeased with the rivers? Was your anger... <laughs> Those kind of look like shit, though. <laughs> was your anger against the rivers or your wrath against the sea that you rode on your horses, on your chariots of salvation? You uncovered your bow. You called for your sworn arrows. Selah. You split the earth with rivers. The mountains saw you and were afraid. The tempest of waters passed by. The deep roared and lifted up its hands on high. Mm. The sun and moon stood still in the sky at the light of your arrows as they went, at the shining of your glittering spear. Wow. He really, he's really armed to the teeth. Definitely. In this particular song. Beautiful. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You marched through the land in wrath. You threshed the nations in anger. You went forth for the salvation of your people, for the salvation of your anointed. You crushed the head of the land of wickedness. You stripped them head to foot. Selah. Mm. You pierced the heads of his warriors with their own spears. Oh, badass. Embarrassing. <laughs> uh, yikes. They came as a whirlwind to scatter me, gloating as if to devour the wretched in secret. Mm. You trampled the sea with your horses churning mighty waters. I heard and my body trembled. My lips quivered at the voice. Oh it's really oh, like wow. making a David reference here. It, he is yeah. kind of like David. Yeah, yeah clearly inspired. Kind of loving it. Wow. Rottenness enters into my bones and I tremble in my place because I must wait quietly for the day of trouble, for the coming up of the people who invade us. For though the fig tree doesn't flourish, nor fruit be in the vines, the labor of the olive fails. The fields yield no food. The flocks are cut off from the fold. And there is no herd in the stalls. Yet, I will rejoice in Yahweh. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. Yahweh, the Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet like deer's feet. Oh, <laughs> <And> enables- cool. Cloven. <laughs> <laughs> Bounding around. It enables me to go in high places. Uh, and then just as a last note here, for the music director on my stringed instruments. <laughs> oh, I forgot um, to put that at the beginning. So sorry. <laughs> so sorry. That was weird to me. Like that whole thing that, was weird. That was very weird. Part of me thinks that perhaps Habakkuk got in trouble for talking back so much. Oh, he had to make and up so for God, it. He had to overcompensate. Exactly. And so God was like, listen... Have you read any of David's psalms? Okay. <laughs> because I need you to write me a psalm like David did. But then right at the end there, 
he was kind of like, there's nothing in the fields and the flocks are cut <laughs> off from the fold. Okay, yeah. But you're still so good, Yahweh. <laughs> He's trying to be a little subversive with it's his... Good. Exactly. His That's apology psalm. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Amazing. Amazing. My favorite part was the little deer feeties. Yeah, yeah. that's weird though. What? That was everyone's favorite. <laughs> Maybe so he can jump? Yeah. He <laughs> can spring around. Exactly. It is funny though. I could see maybe it's not that Yahweh was like, hey, you got to write me a psalm. But Habakkuk being very smart, was like, you know what? David got away with so much. So much. Remember he like killed that lady's husband. Yeah. And, you know, did a census and like all this other stuff. How did he get away with it? Oh, because he made all these cool songs. Habakkuk is very cunning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, very cunning. I saw this movie, The Northman, last night. Okay. And yeah, basically, you pierce the heads of his warriors with their own spears. Like, this dude, like, throws a spear. Alexander Skarsgård catches it in midair, turns around and throws it back at the guy. And like yeah. he gets hit, so that's basically what they said in this. That's essentially what happened. But by times like a hundred, because it's a bunch of different yeah. warriors yeah. getting getting speared with their own spears. There you go. It was cool. Yeah. Now one last note before we move along to the psalm, the actual psalm. Yeah. This last note about it's for the music director, and I like it's for the music director on my stringed instruments, as though he has a large collection. Or is or or does he or just the instrument that he has? Yeah, I was wondering if he's a manufacturer of music instruments. Oh, that's good. That's the side oh, hustle. Yeah, I like that too. Does does the message translation have anything about that? So what it says here is for congregational use with a full orchestra. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, got it. A little different. Got it. A little different meaning there. Yeah, interesting for congregational use. <laughs> that's funny. He's like, that's probably what it means. Whatever. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> okay, it's time. It's time for the real psalm. The real, yes. the real psalm. Let's see what a real psalm sounds like. <laughs> and now it's time for silly psalms with DBS, part of the show where DBS comes out and reads some psalms. Psalm 105. Give thanks to Yahweh. Call on his name. Make his doings known among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Tell of all his marvelous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the heart of those who seek Yahweh rejoice. Seek Yahweh and his strength. Seek his face forevermore. Cool. Remember his marvelous works that he's done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth? You offspring of Abraham, his servant, you children of Jacob. Jacob. Thank you, Emily. His chosen ones. He is Yahweh, our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He has remembered his covenant forever. The word which he commanded to a thousand generations, the covenant which he made with Abraham his oath to Isaac, and confirmed it to Jacob for a statute, to Israel for an everlasting covenant, saying, To you I will give the land of Canaan, the lot of your inheritance. just want to reiterate that. No one can accuse us of all the terrible things we did, because Yahweh said it was very clear. It's always Canaan's fault. Yeah, yeah. When they were but few men in number, yes, very few, and foreigners in it, 
They went about from nation to nation, from one kingdom to another people. He allowed no one to do them wrong. Yes, he reproved kings for their sake. Don't touch my anointed ones. Do my prophets no harm. Wow. He called for famine on the land. He destroyed the food supplies. He sent a man before them. Joseph was sold for a slave. Hmm. Sort of like a greatest hits of Genesis is kind of Exodus oh, yeah. is sort of what we're getting yeah, in all this. Yeah, fascinating. They bruised his feet with shackles. His neck was locked in irons until the time that his word happened and Yahweh's word proved him true. The king sent and freed him, even the ruler of peoples, and let him go free. He made him lord of his house and ruler of all his possessions to discipline his princes at his pleasure. Oh, my. Okay, that's a whole new part of the Joseph story. Princes of pleasure. Yes. Disciplining for his pleasure. I'm sure uh, our dear friend would not like that. He would say, like, sex and religion shrines or something. Oh. No, but this is, this is like, positive. They're talking Mm, about Joseph being so cool. Oh, I see. You know, from being sold into slavery to having this position of power that includes disciplining princes for his pleasure. Uh, at his pleasure is what it says, but but, but sure. Same thing. I don't know. Eugene would not be happy. So here's what Eugene did. Eugene's like, I got a little turned on there. I need to avoid this. And so he changed it to, yeah. to personally instruct his princes and train his advisors in wisdom. I see. I see. So, so I mean, yeah. that could still be kinky. Okay. Yes. yes, true. Israel also came into Egypt. Jacob lived in the land of Ham. He increased his people greatly and made them stronger than their adversaries. He turned their heart to hate his people, to conspire against his servants. He sent Moses, his servant, and Aaron, whom he had chosen. They performed miracles among them and wonders in the land of Ham. He sent darkness and made it dark. They didn't rebel against his words. He turned their waters into blood and killed their fish. Oh gosh, we're already at Egypt. Yeah, we're at Egypt. Okay. This is we a, fast forward. We're recapping kind of all of yeah, this. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It is the greatest yeah, hits. Yeah, going this is cool. This is super cool. fast. Okay. Wow. Uh, their land swarmed with frogs, even in the rooms of their kings. He spoke, and swarms of flies came, and lice in all their borders. Oh boy. Yikes. He gave them hail for rain, with lightning in their land. He struck their vines and also their fig trees. Good. And shattered the trees of their country. He spoke and the locusts came with the grasshoppers without number, ate up every plant in their land and ate up the fruit of their ground. He struck also all the firstborn in their land, the first fruits of all their manhood. Oh, that's a Gross. phrasing that I don't that's, like yeah, at all. Not one the bit. Fir- the first fruits of all of their manhood? The first Meaning fruits like, of that- all their manhood, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, well, that's how I feel too. Let's look. Okay. He brought them out with silver and gold. There was not one feeble person among his tribes. Egypt was glad when they departed, for the fear of them had fallen on them. They were pretty happy when they finally left. And they're yeah. like, this whole plague <laughs> thing and the dying kids, we hate yes. it. Rough time. <laughs> we hate it. You guys suck. Get out of here. Yeah. He spread a cloud for a covering, fire to give light in the night. They asked, and he brought quails 
and satisfied them with quails. The, <laughs> satisfied them with the bread of the sky. What? I think that's the yeah the manna, the manna from heaven. The yeah. manna, thank you. Manna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like bread is falling from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> he opened the rock and waters gushed out. They ran as a river in the dry places, for he remembered his holy word and Abraham his servant. He brought his people out with joy, his chosen with singing. He gave them the land of the nations. They took the labor of the peoples in possession, that they might keep his statutes and observe his laws. Praise Yah. Amen. Praise Yah. That's it. That's, Yah. that's the end. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. Beautiful. Yah. Good recap. It was lovely. If there's anything, Yahweh will not allow us to ever forget his greatest hits. Ever. Yeah, and neither will David. Oh, here, no. no, no, no. We get like six different mid-season recap episodes <laughs> yeah. as we go through all this. <laughs> Can I ask, is Jesus also Yahweh's greatest hit? Hmm. I mean, not yet. Like, as in, like he put out I'm, a, I'm sorry, as in what? As in what? Like he put out a hit on him? Whoa, oh, like he gosh. put out a hit on his own son? I mean... Kind of, though. Allegedly? Boy. Kind of. Boy, that's a conspiracy theory to take forward into the New Testament when we get there. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just... I just. Holy moly. We'll have to sit on that one. I, I just say it like I see it. Yikes. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no. Wow. That's, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, fun piece of trivia about Joseph and his amazing Technicolor dream coat, and not actually about Joseph at all, is that I was just in Vegas a few weeks ago for a conference. Where you got also, COVID. I think, where I got COVID. Which is 100% where you brought COVID back from. Thank you very yes. much. Yes. Well, anyway, uh, Donnie Osmond was there doing a show. Oh. And I'm so sad that I Did didn't get say, to go see it. I was hoping he would just sing Jacob and Sons over and over again on repeat for like an hour. Sounds good. Um and I, I was mentioning it to one of my Lyft drivers or Uber drivers or whoever when I was going back to my hotel or whatever. And uh, basically, I was like, oh, I saw that Donny Osmond's playing. And he was like, yeah, mm, I don't know. He's a little too a little too femmy for me or a little too fruity for me or like something like that. And I was like, what? I'm sorry, excuse Yikes. me? Yikes. I'm sorry, did excuse you me? gender shaming? Did you, did you slap him? Donny Osmond? Yeah, yeah. And um, Were you like, okay, that's nice. I'm getting out of this car now. Yeah. Did you like tuck and roll tuck right and away? Tuck and roll, yeah. I was like, Yahweh's coming for you, bye. And I jumped out the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, on that note, we're going to do a quee after this? Yes, yes we're going to we do a quee. It's quee time. For everyone who's here at the live show, please help us out. I mean, I don't know. Maybe this one will be easy because it was so literary. What happened? It was just like talk <laughs> and more talk. Yeah. Whatever. Nothing happened. And then a song, like literally nothing happened. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> a conversation. <laughs> well, maybe it'll be an easy quiz. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, <laughs> cocktail recipes, personal toast on the show, and more, 
Become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on the Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from the album Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Woo! I made a memory about your dad. He's in a book club. Whoa. He's got a history of skimming past all the pages of ageless confessional. <laughs>